podcast with Ben Canning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, welcome back. Monday is a weird day to report, record a podcast because I'm like, well, we release one tomorrow. So what way am I going to speak about what day it is? It's a bit confusing. But anyway, here we are. Um, I'm Ben Canning. I'm Dave Kennedy. And this is Hacking Your Health. So what's up, everybody? What's going on? Uh, not much, man. Good weekend. Uh, had a nice rest day yesterday. Uh, much needed. I tell you, <clears throat> you know, like... Um, the programs that we would normally do when you, you'd set the training up would be like, you know, you do, you know, two or three days on, one day off, two or three days on, one off, you know, whatever, depending on what it was. I think it was three days on, one day off. And uh, doing six days straight of heavy lifting and then doing one rest day, you're like, I, I need this rest day. You know, it's like, it's, I deserve this rest day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think originally whenever I set it out, it was two days on, one day off, one day on one day off, but you just yeah. wanted to compress it to get the three days in together. So you did the, yes. the day of edit. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't have that many days off. You know, I feel, I, I feel like I'm missing something. Although yesterday was, was really nice. So, you know, you know, we talk about, you know, uh, putting the work in and all that stuff. And so you know, as part of that, I have cardio, part of that, I have my steps, part of that, you know, it's obviously the nutrition and then, you know, the, the obviously the, the resistance or weight training. And, um, yesterday, I think I probably got about 2000 steps. Maybe I, I like, I'm like, it was one of those days where I was like, I'm not doing anything today. I am going to relax. I'm going to chill. You know, I did, I did go to my son's, uh, basketball game. He had two basketball games on Sunday and, uh, he did really good. And, uh, um, but other than that, I didn't do anything else. Like it was just, uh, I actually napped on the couch, I think for two and a half hours and then went to bed at like 1030. It was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. So a proper, <laughs> a proper rest day then. It was a good rest day. I didn't do anything that I, I didn't take any pictures with dumbbells or anything like that. It was just a, it was a training, a proper training or a resting day for me. So, okay, good. And how do you feel today? Really good. I, uh, hit the ground running, uh, this morning at, uh, at orange theory, <clears throat> you know, they're, uh, it was funny because, you know, normally you really can't compete with somebody next to you, but today they kind of mixed it up. And so it was a, a tread block where you'd run 0.5 miles, then you would do 50 um, air squats, and then you do a 500 meter row. Then you do 0.4, uh, 40 squats, 400 meter row, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there was a guy next to me, you know, and, and he's a great guy, you know, he's just, but, but I, of course, I'm getting super competitive because he's one of the stronger people there. And so I just smoked him, man. I was, I was, I, I, I was uh, running 12 miles an hour trying to like, you know, get my five in and I uh, get that in. I do my 50 squats and he's just finishing and I'm like doing the rower really fast. And I get back up there and I'm already dead and I'm trying to do the four. And eventually I finish it. And I, and I was the only one in the class to get through the, uh, the 0. 0.5, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3, 0.2, 0.1. And then you just run for distance after that. And so I was the only one running for distance, which uh, was really cool. So I, I won in my own mind, uh, you know, so it was, it was a good, good time. You won, you won the competition that nobody else knew they were involved in. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly right. I was competing against everybody that knew nothing about them competing about it. But one it's thing like, I do want to say, go ahead. It's like whenever you're a kid and you, you're on the motorway, you're in a race with everybody, but as soon as they pass you, they're out of the race, they're automatically disqualified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is these are my rules. This is, yeah, these are yeah. Dave's. This rules, is my right? house. Yeah. You don't know shit. 
Well, I'll tell you a really funny story. So, like, you know, I don't drink often. And uh, uh, Friday, I'm like, man, I really feel like some hard seltzers. It's going to be a hard seltzer night and some video games. And uh, and so I uh, my recovery on Friday was like a 93% or something like that, which is really good. Really good recovery. You know, my body's, you know, doing well. And uh, I had like five or six hard seltzers, and I'm feeling it pretty good on Friday. Woke up in the morning with a nine percent recovery. <laughs> it was like your body is dying at this point in time from those five hard seltzers. <laughs> it's just amazing how much alcohol has an impact in your performance, recovery. I mean, everything else around it. And the next day, I didn't have any. Obviously, I was back up to eighty four percent. So it was drastic. You know, how did crazy. you find it affected your training? So obviously, you trained on Saturday. Yeah. How do you like in relation to what the whip tells you and your recovery and your actual training sessions? Like, so take you know separate from the wearable tech to how you actually felt in your session? Yeah, it's a good good, good question. So, uh, you know, when I woke up in the morning, I was definitely dragging ass, right? So what I decided to do was, you know, space out my workouts so that'd be in the afternoon. So hopefully I had a little bit of recovery time to kind of wake up and do everything else. So by by two or three o'clock, I was feeling pretty decent. And then as soon as I started sweating, getting the workout, I did, um, I, I don't always do this, um, but it's recommended for folks. I just don't like doing it. Um, but, you know, doing a quick, like five minute to 10 minute, Warm up that you know, like there's a little bit of cardio, things like that, sh- does show to have an increase in performance when you're doing weight training. And I don't normally do that though because I already have busted my ass kicking myself in the ass for cardio in the morning. So I did like a five minute, um, you know, warm up just to kind of get my body into that little sweat. And um, I found that I was still, I still hit it, hit the ground, you know, pretty hard uh, on the weight training. So I didn't notice any any degradation in uh, my weight training performance, which was really good. So even though I was at nine percent recovery, but I also, well, but I also will say afterwards though. I mean, I, I felt super tired and, and, you know, I really, um, I was really run down that day for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But a big fuck you to whip with their 9% recovery. <laughs> that's where I definitely, <laughs> like the first time that I, that I used it, that's where I definitely went wrong because obviously you're supposed to use the data, you know, towards your training and know when to pull back. I was just like, nah, whatever. I'm going to go and train anyway. So I didn't actually, like I had the numbers, but I didn't actually use the data. So yeah, but that, that podcast will be released tomorrow, which was last Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a good one. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about time management and business. Um, I think this is a good one because always we joke that, you know, you have 36 hours in your day. Like how the hell do you fit so many things and tasks in? Um, and I think, you know, whether you run a business or not or, you know, family life or whatever, you know, everybody's level of busy <laughs> is different. And it's just about how we can sort of optimize and maximize the time that we have. Um, tips from me, tips from you. And, you know, suggestions, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, you you also, I mean, from a, a training perspective, you know, you as you continuously add more and more people, you know, how are you putting the time in for yourself and, and your body? Because, I mean, you're obviously, you know, working with a lot of people that are going through their own struggles and tribulations and trials and everything else and managing the check-ins and the, you know, you know the, the meetings and the one-on-ones and everything else that comes along with it. You know, it's, it's the same boat, right? You know, it's not that we're any busier than one another. Um, it's just, you know, we, we have to be able to prioritize time for ourselves. And I think when you look at business, right? Um, you know, I run three successful businesses uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm a CEO of one, I'm a CTO of another, and I'm like, a, I don't know what I am in the other one, but it's taking up all my time, but uh, something, I, I'm, I'm like everything to not, uh, but anyways, <laughs> I'm like a general contractor, I'm a landlord, I'm a, you know, like it's like, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, you know, it's 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 one of those things where there's time in a day to do your work. And I think, you know, the best perspective I can give is when Chris Hednagy first started, right? 
And Chris is like, hey, I can only dedicate an hour a week, you know, to, I think it was an hour a week, wasn't it? Something like that? Yeah, two, two half-hour sessions. <clears throat> yeah, two half-hour sessions a week because I'm so busy. I'm just overly busy. I can't do any more than that. And, you know, I, what I loved about, about it was your response to it, which was, okay, cool. Let's figure it out. Let's start with it. And you start out with those two half-hour sessions, and then you start to realize, hey, I can do this. I like this. I might have some more time for this to be able to dedicate. And then it starts to expand. And Chris is working out, you know, just as much as I am. Not, not. Let me rephrase that. He's not working out just as much. I'm definitely working out harder than he is. But, <laughs> but he's close to that. He's like a little bit closer to me than than that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, it, it, it's it's one of those things where you really do have the time if you make time for yourself. And so, you know, for me to kind of give you a little bit of a breakdown into my schedule. You know, I live and die by my calendar. Like, if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening that day. And and there's so many things that that hit you from all angles. Like a good example is by nine o'clock this morning, it's the the Monday rush, is what I like to call it. And I had already sixty emails in my inbox by like nine o five. Right? <clears throat> there's no intelligible way I'm going to get through all of those in one day. Um, you know, and now I'm probably at 120 or so. Um, so you know, I, you know, I I kind of try to whittle them down when I have breaks and things to that effect. But I already know. <clears throat> listen, from you know, eight fifteen to nine fifteen in the morning is 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 Orange Theory. You know, I, I schedule at least one hour for my. Or I try to get an hour and a half in for my my lifting routine, and then as soon as as soon as I'm done with work for the day, which is usually around five or six, I try to get a quick walk in before all my kids' sports start. Right, and so that's kind of like my <clears throat> my thought pattern of how I can do it. Now, does it work every day? No. Now, I I make sure every day that I can get my weight training in. That's you know, like first and foremost, but. Um, you know, I, I look at that and say, okay, well, how do I fit this in? Well, I have a lunch break, right? So at noon, I can usually go and do, you know, my hour-long lift, uh, an hour and a half maybe if I don't have anything at 1.30. And then for my next meeting, I, I can usually get my food in right there. You know, maybe I'll just do a protein shake and then I'll pop in a quick meal that's ready by 1.30 so I can eat really fast for my next meeting as I'm on there. And, you know, I kind of balance that throughout the day. <clears throat> or let's just say it's an internal meeting where I'm comfortable with the people I'm talking to. I can go for a walk during that hour meeting. Um, and talk while I'm, I'm I'm actually getting a walk, and no one cares. No one no one minds that. So you know, it's it's a matter of of taking a look at your schedule and saying where can I fit these blocks in, and maybe I can't do it all right now, but I'm going to start to work there as things go. And you prioritize your health as the same way you prioritize your business or prioritize your time that you're hacking or the time that you're doing certain things uh, uh, things else. I still accomplish everything I possibly can in my day. Um, it's just I, I'm also incorporating things for me as well to be the best I can possibly be to be be better tomorrow than it was yesterday, right? Yeah, I think the you know there's there's definitely two sort of factors in terms of if we use Chris as an example, you know, with those two half hour sessions, what tends to happen from my experience is that people number one like the feeling after they train and want more of it, but then almost find that they're more productive and they can actually get more stuff done in the time that they're actually in work. And obviously you spoke a lot about mental clarity and being able to focus more and being more productive and just everything firing all cylinders. So if you have something that sort of opens that gateway to get you to that feeling, you want to do more of it. And if it's training, you know, if it's cardio, if it's going out for a walk, if it's steps, whatever it is, you will find the time to do it because ultimately it's going to make you more productive. It's going to make you better at work. It's going to make you more creative, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and I think that's sort of where the, the sort of positive loop comes into it. Um, I was actually thinking about this just this morning after we ha we chatted about the topic. Um, I think that the best thing that I can sort of, my best piece of advice in terms of time management and getting things done is be okay with saying no to things. Because I think a lot of people just say yeah. yes and then they go, shit, right, how am I going to actually do this? And one thing that I've, I've sort of learned is you have to be able to say no to certain things or at least 
give a realistic time frame on things because if you just keep saying yes to things then you're the one yeah. that gets overwhelmed and then you start to not deliver on the promises that you made and you let people down so if you can get comfortable with saying no and being realistic with your time i think that's probably a good start point and obviously as you said live and die by your calendar it, it has to like again saying yeah. if it's not in my calendar it's not happening yeah and that's i think that's an important thing to recognize is that you know th- there is no possible way for you to accomplish every single task that you have at hand at a given day. It's just not possible, right? So you have to prioritize, hey, what are my most important tasks out there? What are the most important things for me to accomplish? Uh, and let's let's make sure that those are incorporated into my daily schedule. But it does require planning. Like, you know, you can't just YOLO it every day and be like, well, I'll get to it tomorrow, I'll get to it this next day. You know, it needs to be a regiment. Like, I know for a fact that, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll be at Orange Theory working out at 8.15 and 9.15. And I know for a fact those days that I, I'm going to be uh, lifting anywhere between six to eight hours after that that for my actual lifting session to ensure that I can get my lift in. So, you know, and then Tuesdays, uh, Thursdays and Saturdays, you know, I usually work out first thing in the morning and I take my pre-workout then. And so, you know, I, I know for a fact that I have those times blocked off for me and that, you know, it's in my calendar. You know, people know about it. It's not something that, you know, is, is, is um, you know, a, a surprise to anybody. You know, and, and, and I understand that my work uh, flexibility may be different. You know, at Trusted Tech and Binary Defense, we, we, we really, ha- really have what we call flex hours where you can show up and as long as you're getting your work done, we, we're not counting your hours. We're not, you know, seeing if you're coming in at the right time, you know. So we're a little bit more flexible than others. You know, I know folks like Jason, for example, you know, who's always on call, right? You know, he's 24-7 on call. And I remember when he first joined, he's like, I, I don't have time to do this and I don't have time to do this. But he's been making time himself and he's a lot happier because of it because he's dedicating time to himself. So we all have time for ourselves. And I think, you know, that's what we have to recognize is that it's not selfish of us to take time for ourselves. And that, you know, if you block off your lunch break and you're going to get your lift in then, or you're going to wake up just an hour earlier just to get your workout in, I prefer mornings preferably for workouts. I just feel like I'm kind of fresh and ready to go at that point in time. And I feel accomplished as I've already worked out. I don't like doing night workouts. I feel like I'm like kind of unwinding and ready to kind of uh, chill out. Uh, By the way, there's a good study on hit training at night um, has a, a good impact on on uh, fat loss. So there, there actually is some good stuff that happens at night when you're doing hit training. That was on the latest Huberman Labs podcast. Um, but uh, um, I think we've so we've <laughs> mentioned Huberman Labs podcast every episode. Like I, think I know, I know. Big it's so good. It. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Actually, I, I want to make I want to make a point on this just quickly because I was thinking yeah. about this earlier. And um, one thing that I want to say about you know even what we're saying and about all the stuff that Andrew Huberman sent. Just remember that that's just one person's opinion about things because somebody, uh, Walter in the chat mentioned the thing about turmeric and I listened to it on the way back from the gym earlier on. And then, you know, I, I understand that it's backed by science, but at the same time, there's always like a contradictory, there's generally like a contradictory study or whatever it is. So, you know, if you do something for a long period of time that makes you feel good or it helps you in some way or you find the benefits of it, just because you listen to one podcast that tells you that maybe it's not such a good idea, don't just stop doing it. Do a bit more research, whether it's something that yeah. we say, whether it's something <laughs> that Dr. Andrew Huberman says, like I get he's a scientist, whatever. But, you know, just because that one person says something, against something that you've been doing for a very long time do a bit more research yourself because i think that that can definitely yeah. like oh well he said because he's a scientist so i'm just going to stop and it's like mm, i mean it's make you feel good for the past five years maybe just sort of do a bit more research on it yeah and, and i think you know everybody's body is different too of how they react to certain things so you know like you look at my 
supplement list and Ben supplements is ridiculous, right? We're, 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 we're taking way too much than we need to, but it's, it's, it's trial and error. It's finding out how our bodies respond to things and kind of maximizing and do everything else. So, you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it's up to you to kind of see how you feel, you know, are you feeling great? You know, someone's like, well, Hey, what effects have you had for it? Well, I feel great. So that to me is an effect, right? I'm feeling good. I'm optimized. My blood work's coming back. Great. I have a lot of energy throughout the day. I'm able to recover faster. These are all things that, you know, you can kind of anticipate for it. And one thing I want to hit on uh, very importantly with this whole time management thing is please do not look at my schedule as something that you have to do. Like when someone says, okay, you know, I can't believe Dave can, can shave off, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for cardio, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday for lifting, getting 15,000 steps in a day. That's, that's an intense level of, of going at it. Right. Same thing for Ben, right? We're, we're at a certain position where, you know, we're pushing ourselves to the absolute max to see how far we can take this. Right. And, and honestly, there's probably room for more, but I, I, maybe not. I don't know. I'm pretty, pretty jacked. I retired on Sunday, but, um, you know, we're trying to push this as fa- as hard and fast as we can on this side. It does not mean you need to do the same thing. You know, if you're just getting in, you know, 10,000 steps a day, you know, that is fantastic. That is incredible. You're burning anywhere between five to 700 calories, you know, extra a day that you wouldn't be burning normally, right? You know, same thing for uh, if you're able to get, you know, three days a week, some resistance training and doing full body workouts instead, that's fantastic for you and muscle growth and hypertrophy. So, you know, don't don't take the schedules that they were seeing and saying, "Hey, I have to do that tomorrow." Because what you'll find is if you, and that's what I think a lot of people fail at, is that they 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 go on this hardcore diet like this. You know, hey, I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'm going to go to the gym every single day. I'm going to do this, and then all of a sudden they fail because it's overload, right? You're you're basically loading yourself with too much that you can't uh, end up doing. Start off small. Just you know, this week. I'm going to try to get in four days where I go outside and I walk or, you know, I get, you know, 10,000 steps in that, that is a amazing start and start to, you know, gradually add more things on over time and see what you can handle and how you enjoy it and how you respond to it. If you just absolutely hate it, then don't do it. You know, I mean, so <clears throat> those are things that I enjoy going on and walking in nature. I love it. I love the sounds. I love the peacefulness of it. I love seeing dogs running around, you know, like it's just a, a fun experience for me that kind of, you know, makes my brain shut down from the day-to-day technology aspects of things I deal with and just allows me to kind of be me in, in the, you know, out in the wild. Now, granted, I'm not like, you know, like foraging for food and stuff, but it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, Hey, it's a, it's a relaxing period. So find what works for you and build in what you can from a time perspective. And even though that's only an hour a week, like Chris start, first started off with, you know, that may grow into something more or may not, but it's, it's, it's a way for you to at least get started in this journey. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, that is definitely a big barrier for people like, oh, you know, I don't have time to do this. And I don't have time to do that. Probably because they're setting themselves up with unrealistic expectations of being like, oh, I need to, you know, do fucking six hours cardio a week and I need to do, you know, six lifting sessions and walk 20,000 steps and blah, blah, blah. Like from going, from doing nothing to doing all of that, like you're setting yourself up for failure. And it is just a case of start off small. And, I, and even when we started, you know, you weren't training at the same level that you are now. And it's been gradually Not built close. Up over time. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think, you know, there's levels to everything. And even, you know, with my own training and full disclosure, like, you know, the past couple of weeks, I've struggled to get everything in, but I find a way to manage it one way or another, whether I get up slightly earlier, you know, even today I had to get up slightly earlier to get my check-ins out of time because childcare was off and we had to look after Harper for half the day and everything sort of just got shifted about, but I got up earlier, got the majority of my check-ins done, got her left off still able to go and train, had my 
group coaching call there just before this now I'm recording the podcast then later on I'm going to do the rest of my check-ins and then I'll have our group call that we've moved from Wednesday to Monday today so you know everything Wait, what <laughs> you know you suggested Monday I didn't I didn't know that yeah you did didn't we moved it to Monday yeah you did <laughs> that's why you moved this call oh that's right I have it in my county <laughs> Okay, I was, just, I was just checking. We're good. We're good. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So although like, you know, the framework of each week to, for me is similar. If something comes up and I need to swap it around, as long as I know ahead of time, I can swap around. It's generally fine. Um, <clears throat> one thing you said about like prioritizing tasks, I don't know if you've ever done this, but something I've done before, it's a thing called the Eisenhower matrix. And um, we basically literally make a list of everything that you need to do on a daily basis or a weekly basis and prioritize it and it literally is four boxes so it's like urgent non-urgent um, on either side into four boxes and then you basically prioritize it and things that you need to get done and it'll give you the do right now section decide when to do it delegate or just eliminate and you'll be amazed at how many things that you don't actually need to do it's just like faffy things yeah. that like fillers so you get rid of those anything that you can delegate and this is actually something that martin and um, the guy that takes my photos a photographer that he said he says if you can work out a value on your time like a price per hour now obviously you know i don't have a price per hour but if you work out basically how you value your time any task that isn't to the same value of that is something that can be delegated so you can pay somebody else to do it and that for me was sort of when I realized I was a control freak um, to be able to delegate those things out. But like, you know, in terms of being able to go to this person to do that, whether it's, you know, graphic design, whether it's editing the podcast that we will delegate, but haven't done it yet. Cause I still am holding a bit of control of it or, you know, doing the graphics or whatever it is, you know, there's people who this is their job, who will do it better and faster for cheaper than you will be able to do it yourself. Do you know what I mean? If I, have to go and yep. learn how to use Photoshop to be able to do a graphic. It's going to take me fucking ages because I'm not a very fast learner or things like that. Whereas if I can just pay someone to do it, they'll have it done in a couple of hours. I have the time to do my check-ins and everything that sort of allows me to move the business forward. And um, so yeah, being able to eliminate tasks, delegate tasks, decide when they need to and do the ones that are high priority tasks. Um, an actual book on that, I don't know if you've read it, is Eat That Frog. Um, it's like it's a super short book. I think it's like 21 chapters, but they're like two or three pages each. And they're all like super actionable tasks to get things done. And basically the premise of the book is if you eat the frog, which is the ugliest task of the day, then everything after that's going to be much better. So if you look at your task and go, fuck, mate, this is going to be a real headache or, you know, I need to speak to that person or whatever it is. If you get that done first, the rest of your day seems to run much easier. And I would have almost done the opposite of that and I looked at my task and say there was 15 things on my to-do list I'd be like right I can tick 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 this off and I'll feel like I've done you know four things I've accomplished easy things like text Dave back or make a phone call or whatever it is so I've ticked four things off my list but I still have that one that's like lurking in the background that sort of throws off all day so being able to I would definitely recommend reading or listening to that book being able to sort of recognize what that big priority task is for the day or for the week and getting that done it'll allow every other task after that to seem slightly more manageable yeah i think you know that that price point is a good good thing you know <clears throat> how do you it's the same thing we do in security from a risk perspective you know you look at vulnerabilities as an example and you have all of these different vulnerabilities that a company has to address and you know it, it's all about prioritization hey is there an attack that's already being used out in the wild that we need to reprioritize ourselves to go and do it right it's the same way we need to look at at our time management which is 
you know, what's the most important for me to accomplish my task and and assigning a a monetary value or a, you know, value personally to yourself is important. There's just things where, listen, you know, I I get a direct message on Twitter and and I I want to be able to respond to them and, you know, right away, but I just don't have the time to respond back to them right away because I'm so busy for the day, right? It's not, it's not on the top priority list. Now I will go back and get there. It just takes time for me to get there because I'm so, so, you know, um, busy with everything else that's going as I just don't have time to go and do it. Like, I, uh, right now, my my Tesla lease is expiring, and for like the past week, you know, I, I've had to to take pictures of it so that I can get it returned. But I, I haven't just haven't had time. So you know, like I, I could have totally did it yesterday on my rest day when when I took like a three hour nap, but I didn't. So my nap was more important prioritization wise than than actually getting my at least taking care of on my Tesla. So you know, but it's 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 those things that I think when you look at and how you kind of look at your day. You know, there are, there are set things that you should want to accomplish on a regular basis, i.e., you know, things for yourself, things for your family, you know, going to practices or going to go see your kids, you know, playing a football or softball game, whatever ends up being, or going out with your wife for dinner. Those are all important things that you should recognize, but you should also equally look at the time that you're putting in for training as the same type of importance level. And I'm not saying that, you know, your time with your wife, or your children is more important than you. That's, that's you know, I, I obviously would say my, my time with my wife and my kids are more important than, than time for myself. But you still need to look at it and say, I still need time for myself, right? And and I think it's that 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 time of day that you need that really starts to bring things into perspective around the time management side. And so one thing I can say from a from a business perspective is that you know if you're obviously I, I run two companies, so I can kind of make the rules, right? Um, but you may not be in that specific type of situation. So some things that you might want to consider is, you know, are your your direct management or, uh, uh, people that you report to okay with you taking a call from a walk, for example, you know, ask that question of like, Hey, you know, really trying to get fit and things like that. You know, is it okay if I take this meeting from, you know, from a walk and, you know, if if it doesn't require you to be hands on keyboard or things of that effect, you know, might be something to kind of consider uh, in your day-to-day side. Or, you know, for me, I got this uh, Vera desk. It's one of those mechanical desks that you can move up and down. Uh, And it also has a, um, I have underneath that I have a walking treadmill. Now, the biggest complaint that I'll get, two, two complaints, you know, one is uh, my Fitbit or whatever doesn't track it. You guys we mentioned in a previous podcast, attach that to your, um, you know, shoe. And that, that's a way of getting your, your steps in for the day where you can track because you're not making that motion with your hands. Um, <clears throat> you know, but uh, the second thing is, is that, you know, I can't get used to it with the keyboard side. And here's the thing, like, um, I remember I was playing video games and, uh, for the longest time, all my friends would make fun of me because I was still using a controller on PC because I had switched over from Xbox to PC and I was still using the Xbox controller for like destiny and things like that. And, um, you know, eventually I decided to make the shift and the first few days that I used the keyboard playing destiny, even though I'm really proficient at a keyboard, uh, I found that it was really difficult for me to learn how to play video games with that keyboard. And interesting enough, I retrained myself to be right-handed while I play video games as well. So it was kind of a combination mixture of two things that, you know, really threw, threw me through a loop. Now I play all my video games, you know, just with keyboard and mouse uh, versus controller. But, you know, when you're using a, a, a uh, walking um, uh, treadmill, uh, you know, the first few times that you use it, it's going to be unusual. It's going to be unnatural. You're going to be all over the place. You're going to be bouncing around. You eventually get used to this aspect of things after a few days or a few weeks, and it becomes more of a second nature thing. And, and you see it. I mean, we have our check-ins. Everybody's working. Everybody's walking. Um, you know, everybody's bouncing around. You know, it, it works out really well. But, you know, again, making that time for yourself. And, you know, again, I, I doubt anybody, you know, unless you're doing a presentation, you know, formally in front of hundreds of people, you know, I, I doubt anybody's going to have an issue with you walking on a treadmill as you're on a presentation. In fact, they're going to be like, man, I wish I was walking on a treadmill, you know, at, at, you know, at, you know, while I was on this call. So, 
you know, take those into consideration and make those times for yourself, but also plan down accordingly as you go through. Yeah. And it's just by finding a way to make it work and, you know, whatever that sort of looks like. And I guess the, the point that I always would have made with, you know, people coming into the gym and being like, oh, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Blah, blah, blah. If you look at your day as is, take all the bullshit fillers out that are like time spent on social media, time fucking watching Netflix or catching up with whatever bullshit program that you watch, time faffing about on your know, run about the house, whatever it is. Once you start to take all these things out, you have a lot more time in your day than you realize. And this is something that I've sort of found myself like, and you maybe have as well as, as the business has grown that, you know, last year I was like, busy, like busy week, you know, it's hectic, blah, 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 blah. Six months later, I'm like infinitely busier again, but still able to manage. And I'm like fucking busy. Like, and I'm never a person because I'm cautious of people saying to me, oh no, I'm too busy to do this. I'm never a person who would be like, oh, you know, really busy, blah, blah, blah. I'm cautious of that. But as I have grown and as the business has grown, you know, it has taken up a lot more of my time. There's more time commitments. And as you said, you know, more one-to-one calls, more group calls, more check-ins, all these things take time. But there's definitely levels to how busy I have been. And you're like, you feel like you're at the ceiling, you feel like you're at capacity. And then all of a sudden, you know, six months later, you're like, Fuck, I was getting it easy six months ago. And then again, it would happen. And I think again, yep. from a business perspective, there's definitely peaks and troughs in that as well. Like sometimes you need to go, right, I'm going to be fucking flat to the wall here for, you know, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. And then you sort of take your foot off the gas for a week or two weeks or whatever. But it's knowing sort of when to have these times and when to fully go for it and go, like, it's going to be a shit show for a couple of weeks, but I'll manage. And then out the other side of it, you can sort of pull back or rest or whatever whatever needs done. Yeah, and I think, you know, we all go through these 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 spirals of ups and downs and ebbs and flows in our in our time management, right? And there's times where, you know, listen, it's just a busy freaking day and I and I need to train at eight or nine o'clock at night, right? Or, you know, I might get half my workout and I finish out the other half in, in an hour time where, I, you know, maybe I do it in half hour blocks, right? I don't necessarily like doing that because I think it, it ruins kind of the flow of things. But, you know, for days you need to absolutely get it in and you just don't have the time, those are things that to take into consideration of kind of blocking it up or, or chunking it up as you go along. Um, you know, but I, there's, there's times where I'm working out at 9, 10 o'clock at night, you know, just to, just to put the work in because I just don't have, you know, uh, the time throughout the day to be able to do it. And there's times where, um, you know, I'll, I'll be traveling, uh, and, and relaxing and, you know, uh, on vacation, but I still make time for myself too. So I, w- I went, um, I actually talked to Ben about this when I did it. It was, I went to, uh, 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 where was it? North Carolina. And, uh, you know, we, we got a little, you know, a little place like an Airbnb on the beach and, you know, it was a nice beach, you know, type of place and just relaxing, chilling, you know, week out there. And, um, you know, the first thing I did is I looked at, Hey, well, there's actually an orange theory a mile and a half away from my place. And there's actually a plan of fitness, uh, you know, and, and a mile and a half away as well. So I can still get my workouts in and I'll just wake up a little bit earlier before the kids, you know, get up and I'll get my orange theory in and I'll, uh, you know, get my lift in and it'll be all good. And I'll still get my training in as they go along and go and do it. So, but even, even then, you know, if you're just taking a week off to, for yourself, you know, personally and for your family and things like that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking a week off of, of training and, and going out and relaxing and doing the stuff that's good for your mind and everything else. So, but then, you know, you just, just got to be able to kick that back up again to go and do it. And that's the biggest thing with all this time management stuff is that, you know, we, we had a whole podcast dedicated to lifestyle. And I think it's important to recognize that this is now your new lifestyle, right? This isn't a, you know, hey, we're going to do this for a week or two or for a month or two or things like that. This is, hey, 
from here on out, here's, here's how we're going to do it. And it's only, you know, about, you know, living a healthier lifestyle. It's about, you know, uh, doing things better for ourselves, being there for our kids, being there for our family, being there for ourselves, maximizing our brain potential. You know, it's, it's, it's about, you know, wanting to better yourself and to change your lifestyle to be more active in nature. And, you know, I think, you know, with these time hacks and time management, you know, again, the biggest, you know, thing that I hear, you know, the, the two biggest things that at least I see from people that ask you questions, Ben, is how do I fit all of these calories in in a day? Or how do I fit all of these, you know, pieces of protein in a day? And how do I fit the time in to actually do this, this training? And, and, you know, once you can answer those and you have a good answer to, to yourself about that, um, everything else I think really starts to fall in line as long as you have the right mindset in place. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, you know, with the time thing, again, it just comes down to having an honest conversation with yourself and looking at your day and go, right, well, where can I tidy this up a bit? And I've done this with clients before and they're like, oh, you know, I don't have time. I don't have time for this and blah, blah, blah. And we would literally sit down, draw out their day, what they look like or their week, whatever it is, and go through and go, right, well, you know, you have an hour here because you're fucking about doing this. Or, you know, if you got up an hour earlier, you could, you know, get the stuff around the house done, whatever it is that you need to do. And you start to find time in places that you didn't think you could have it because, okay, at this specific time, you might be doing busy doing something, but it maybe isn't a high priority task. And the way that I would yeah. always look at that when people come to me, they say, oh, I'm just so busy, you know, I can't do my training. The way that I translate it, I translate that is, it's just not a priority. It's not that you don't have time. You just, it's just not a priority in your life at this minute. And then once they get that sort of in the day, they're like, right, okay, well, where can I find this extra hour to go out for a walk or work? And I find this extra hour throughout the day. Like I have clients that will go and train on their lunch break. Like you said, you know, they maybe have to run down to the gym. They'll only get a 45 minute session and they get back, but they make it work because it's a priority to them because they know and they feel the benefits of it. And I think, yeah. It's just about taking a step back, looking at your week and going, right, I don't really need to do this. Do I really need to go and, you know, it's ge generally for me, it's a social media thing and it's a uh, time spent watching Netflix, staying up late and not getting up early enough. Like I will get up earlier if I need to, like this morning to fit everything in, or I will stay up later if I need to, even on, um, what night was it? It was either Friday or Saturday, and this is not something I've done for a very long time. I started into a task and uh, I was like, right, I'm going to leave it because, you know, it's coming up to half nine. I've promised myself that, you know, come half nine, I'll go to bed, whatever. I got up in the bed and I just could not switch off from it. So I got up, came back down and finished the task. And I was up until like 1 a.m., but I got that done in time that I normally wouldn't have had. Did I suffer in sleep? Yeah, I did a bit. But again, I feel like I'm in that sort of period of work and of business that I have quite a lot on, so I need to just sort of find the time in places that I usually wouldn't to get it done. Yeah, and I think you know the 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 overcoming those challenges and you know finding those 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 periods of time becomes a really important aspect of it. And I struggle with that too. You know, like uh, just to, I mean, motivation is definitely I think one piece, but I also think when you look at you know when you start start building certain prioritizations like my businesses and my family are number one right like the like you, you you have to be able to do those things right you can't let those falter or fall as you go along but at the same time you know like not everything needs to be accomplished today as you mentioned right and you know it, it's it's one of those things where like can i get this done tomorrow can i do something else in order to free up the time that i need to or does this appointment really need to happen um, you know, managing your time respectfully and again, assigning a value to it of some sort, if it's monetary, like, Hey, I, I don't need to do this because, you know, it's, it's not, you know, in my 
ability to, to be able to really have a large impact in this because it's not part of my job or whatever, you know, those are all things that I think we need to, to really kind of, um, uh, take into consideration as we're planning this. And, you know, I struggle with time management. You, you, I know everybody says I have, you know, a thousand hours a day, but, you, do, you, do. you know, <laughs> but sometimes, I mean, it's just like nonstop. Like I'll tell you today, you know, I woke up at uh, seven o'clock, had a quick call at seven thirty. you know, got to Orange Theory at 815, did my workout, uh, got got to my house at 930 because it's, you know, about a 10 minute drive away. And then I had a call at 930. I had a call at 1030. And I call it 11, uh, 1130, and I call it 12, right? You know, the one we're doing now. And then right after this, I have, you know, a small period between now uh, and my next one where I'm giving a board presentation. So I actually have to dress into a suit, but I'm going to go get my workout done, um, you know, beforehand, get some lifting in, and then get my board presentation in. And I'm still fitting it into my, my day to day activities, even though it's a very busy day for me, right? Um, so, you know, again, I think it's, it's, it's important to recognize that we all have time in our day. You know, regardless of if we do or we don't, it's just a matter of, of how much time do we have, how much can we prioritize, and when's the best way for us to actually go and manage it. And and I, I you mentioned a bunch of different structures of doing it. I just find that you know, for me, keeping it simple with with uh, Outlook Calendar, you know, I just literally sync all of my calendars directly to that. Um, you know, my wife has access to my calendar. A number of folks in my companies have access to my calendar. You know, they know when I'm busy, when I'm not. They know that you know from eight fifteen to nine fifteen Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. They don't. They don't. Uh, you know, schedule things at that time. So, you know, it's, I've gotten a kind of a cadence down that, that works for me, you know, schedule wise, um, and reoccurring things that allow me to continuously build everything I need to. Yeah. And I think, you know, even when we first spoke about this podcast, like I, I was fully, like, I know how busy you are and how much you have on, but we sort of said that if we can have it scheduled at the same time every week, and then if something comes up, it's easy to change that one week, then, you know, that time's blocked yep. out and that's what happens. So I'll never book anything in for it or you never will. And if we need to change yep. it like we have, then it's absolutely fine. Um, I think that just come back to the point about, you know, prioritizing things and, you know, putting a value on it. It was actually, um, a guy that was mentoring me a bit said this to me. He says, you know, if you put a value on your time and then you look at tasks, even he, he describes it, the, the example he used was going to the supermarket to get your shopping. He was like, say, for example, you, he used the example of, I think it was 150 pounds. He was like, if I value my time at 150 pounds an hour, does he want to spend 45 minutes going to the grocery store, spend 45 minutes in the grocery store and then spend 45 minutes coming back? It's going to cost them like 325 pounds or 350 pounds for that time wise for the journey. Whenever I can just get it delivered to the house, do you know what I mean? So even that buys him back those two hours or whatever it is like I haven't been to a supermarket in you know years because since they've started doing delivery so things like that if you just look at okay right well is it a case of I'm gonna have to go and do this thing it's gonna take me this amount of time like what is that value to me and one yeah. thing that I sort of think differs from if you're self-employed or run a business to you know just have a regular nine-to-five job or whatever it is those two people generally don't understand each other because if i'm talking to one of my friends and like oh can we go and do this at this time or can we go and grab a coffee and blah 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 blah, because they finish work at five o'clock and that's work finished for them they're like well why can you not do that i'm like it doesn't really work like that now especially because i work in fucking however many different time zones i'm like i feel like i'm always up in each time zone one way or another um but they, they just don't understand it because they're like, well, I mean, I finished work so I can just go and hang out and go to the cinema and, you know, spend all this time here, which is obviously great. I would always do those things, but not to the extent 
that I would have done them before. And I think recognizing that and sort of recognizing the point that you're at in life and the things that you need to sacrifice to take business and take whatever it is to where you want to be is important as well. Like I'm sure that, you know, how many years has it taken you to get to this point with your business and how much did you have to sacrifice time-wise to actually get there? But again, yeah. it comes right back to that having the discipline to do all that shit then and make the sacrifices then has given you the freedom to be able to schedule, you know, Orange Fury three days a week and be slightly more in control of your own diary. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point there is that there is no nine to five when you own your own business, right? Um, you know, you are, you are always on call. You are always fielding stuff. You're always getting stuff done. I mean, you know, I find that when my kids go to bed, um, usually around, you know, nine or 10 o'clock is kind of my time. You know, I have, a, I have a window between, you know, 10 to 11 or 10 to 12 where I can either, you know, catch up on emails or just take some time for me to go play some video games or spend time watching a show with Aaron. You know, it's kind of like my decompressed time when the kids are in bed. You know, it's, it's kind of my time to go and do things. But you're right in the sense that, you know, it's like, you know, my day doesn't end at five. You know, I, I might be able to get a walk in, but, you know. I'm still doing some stuff afterwards. I'm still working afterwards. Um, and it's taken me several, several, several years and a lot of, uh, a lot of frustration and failures and everything else that goes along with running your own business to, to get to a point to where, you know, I have a really strong leadership team on, on all company fronts, you know, um, you know, they're running the day to day operations and tasks of everything, which is great. So it allows me to be more of that visionary CEO type of person you know, for the organization to ensure that we're still doing what we can, you know, impact the culture, all that good stuff. So, you know, but it's taken a, quite a long time to get to that type of, of spot. And it's not something that, you know, I, I look back uh, at all the work that I did to put, get into it and you're like, my God, I really spent a lot of time, you know, building this thing out here, but it was obviously worth it. Um, but I never lost focus of being there for my family and friends. My health definitely deteriorated because of it. And I think that's one point to bring up is that, you know, why are we doing this? And, you know, why are we killing ourselves, you know, from from a, a sedentary type of, of job and not, you know, trying to maximize our, our, our lifespan for our families and friends and everything else that goes along with it. And that's really, I would think, the importance of where time management for yourself um, really comes into to the play. You, you have to prioritize you because, you know, you are a pinnacle part to your family. You're a pinnacle part to your friends. You're a pinnacle part to yourself. And, and so if you don't make time for yourself, you know, you're essentially letting those folks down and for lack of a better term, because you're not going to be there for a long time. I mean, again, I've already had, I've had heart surgery. I've had a thyroidectomy. I've had stomach surgery. I've, you know, like, like, you know, I, I go to the doctor and whenever I see a new doctor, I'm like, so, Hey, I'm going to need about an hour and a half to two hours to go over everything. It's, up. it's, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a long road. It's been a long road. So, um, you know, but at the same time, it's like. You know, I, 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 you know, I just had a uh, blood blood work done for my my uh, general doctor the other day, and uh, you know, she said that listen, you you are literally in the best shape I've ever seen a thirty nine year old be in before, uh, and that's a huge accomplishment, right? You know, I'm thirty nine. She's like, she's competing, like, see- competing against every other thirty nine year old ever. Like, I'm like, yes, I beat them. Did I get a medal? I beat them. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, where's my trophy? Where's my trophy? <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, you know, if there was a trophy for that, I would honestly push myself ten times harder just to go and do it. Even if it's like this little tiny little, you know, hey, you get you get the scissors that says you have the best health out of anybody here. I, I, I was would, laughing. I would, I would go. with uh, with Jason. He has a thing on his whatever the the brand of his treadmill is that they I think 
I think it's if you get 350, it's either 300 or 350 workouts done in a year, they send you a flag. And I'm like, you're busting your ass to get a fucking flag. And it's like, <laughs> what do people do for free shit? You know, what can I do here to get a free t-shirt? It's hilarious. And I said, look, if you can do, once you get the 100 workouts done on True Coach, I'll get you a flag made and send it to you. And it's like, you do this, you do these things for these ridiculous achievements, but oh, so, it, yeah. it works, it works. Um, but yeah, I think that that's actually a really, really good point to note because a couple of people have, have mentioned this, you know, in, in calls that actually since the podcast started and probably we've been able to tell the story a bit more. People are coming to me like, you know, I've spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever it is, really focused on my career and I'm really successful and, you know, all these great things, which is incredible. But now they're like, shit, right? I need to make sure that this is actually going to be worthwhile because what's the point of me getting to this point where I'm really successful and I only live for another two years? And I know that that's maybe, it's a harsh reality of it because, you know, you do put your sort of health on the back burner. And I think that a lot yeah. of people are starting to realize they're like, shit, right? Okay, career's in a good place. Now I need to focus on me. And if there is a way that you could sort of do that on the way up, then, you know, obviously that it's, it's been different for me because my career is, focused around health and fitness so it sort of went hand in hand um but i get that you know it's not always been everybody's focus and it's actually funny today and this is maybe a good other point to note like i had to leave my nephew off the school and i was like looking around and I obviously never had to do a school run before and i was looking around at all these other like obviously dads or people and i was like fucking hell like it didn't really look like anybody else like looked after themselves in any way and i'm like not even from that perspective but from a setting an example for your children kind of thing and i'm like yeah this is not this is not cool like like how do people not prioritize this or how do people not you know want to be better or feel better um but yeah it was just a bit of a side note this morning another bit of an insight as to how my my brain works um but another point on you know making things work and fitting things in my biggest struggle with time is whenever other people control it. So on Friday, I went up to Derry with Thomas and Martin to do his coaching shoot. Um, so it's about an hour and 45 minutes journey. So I went with Martin up in the car. That was fine. Um, we ran over time and I was meant to get back for the other group coaching call at 4 p.m. And I just, there was like, I was looking when we left. I was like, I'm never going to make this. So I moved the call back half an hour and everybody was very accommodating, which was great. Got back stuck in like Friday rush hour traffic and I was like the only way I can do this is if I physically open my laptop and take a call in the car so I pulled in the car park hotspot off my phone and took the took the call on my laptop and it was the only you know it was the only way that I could get it done and then I had another like onboarding call with a new client straight after that and the same thing I was like look I can do everything that I can do stood here because I you know I have all the information on my laptop I apologize that I'm in the car but <laughs> the way it is do you know what I mean yeah. and it's, it's making yeah. it work one way or another and um, wasn't ideal, but still was able to do both calls. And then I got to the gym after that. So I still got it all in just maybe a bit ropey, but it's done. Well, I think you talk about, you know, why are we doing this, right? Why are we trying to better ourselves? And, you know, I can tell you one, you know, as we get older, you know, it's, it's a misconception that we have to slow down. We have to feel bad. We have to ache. We have to do all these things. Right. And that's not true. Like we can literally, age and feel fantastic. Again, I feel the best I've ever had in my entire life. But most importantly, you know, like I was playing basketball with my kid the other day. I was, you know, roughhousing with him. We have this little game where, you know, we have like this little uh uh little chair and they have to jump back and forth between it. And if I catch them, I get the tickle them or whatever. And they, you know, think it's the greatest thing ever. And then they run all around. I have to catch them. And you know, so like, you know, like like, you know, by the end of that, by the way, it's like a huge cardio workout. I'm pretty much <laughs> toast. But uh like it's bedtime for me. 
but you know, it's like, it's like those exciting things that I can do because I have the energy to play with my kids and to be there to coach my kids, sixth grade, you know, basketball team. I'm, uh, you know, the head coach there for that, you know, it's like, I would have never even thought about that, you know, as, as a, even an option for me, um, you know, it, you know, a year ago or two years ago or three years ago or four years ago, going back to, to obese Dave, you know, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the time management aspects of things, I think, is such an, an overlooked piece of it because we all feel like we don't have the time in a day to be able to accomplish this because we're just so busy. But the truth of the matter is we do. We're just not prioritizing ourselves for it. And I think that's, you know, the, the heart of this issue is that, you know, you have to have the mindset. You have to have the nutrition. You have to have the repeatability of actually going in and putting the work in. But most importantly, you have to put the time in for yourself to make those changes for that to occur. And you know, I got asked on social media uh, this weekend, like, Dave, what's your secret? Well, there is no secret. There's no secret. It's literally I eat less food than I put in my body or right now I eat more food than I put in my body so I can gain weight. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I repeat, literally repeat the same workouts all the time, you know, uh, day in and day out. And I just put time in for myself. And that's the secret. You know, it's it. There's no special you know, supplement that's going to make you gain weight, except for a whole bunch of creatine. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, video or a video TikTok there. Yeah. You know, it, but it's 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 making sure that you just repeat this lifestyle because it is now a lifestyle. You're healthy. You're active. You're there for your kids. You're there for your family, and you reap the rewards for your benefits. The more you do it, the better cardiovascular you're going to have. You know, the better your organs are going to work. The better your body's going to produce. The better your digestion's going to happen. The more energy you're going to have. You become a machine that is burning on. You know perfect fuel um you know and you've just got an oil change and you just got a tune-up and everything's perfect right and it's one of those things where you know unless you've gone through this type of cycle before like again i remember you know obese dave i you know it, I, I had no energy i would always you know feel bad i'd be sick all the time i can't remember the last time i've been sick um you know all these things just your body works so much better and you feel so much better for yourself yeah i think that, that that point the uh, you know about there is no secret i don't know if you've seen the film central intelligence with the rock and kevin hart and uh, yeah, yeah yeah so he's like this obese guy in school and then he meets him after and he was like kevin Hart's like oh you look amazing like what did you do and he was like oh you know not much i just worked out seven days a week for six hours a day for the past 20 years <laughs> and you're like yeah there's no <laughs> there's no secret to it but it is you know it is just a case of consistency and you know on on friday obviously i mentioned you know my good friend tell me he's a coach as well he's going to take control of my food so i had a bit of a chat with him and he's like super on the ball you know road to professional bodybuilder like ticks every single box and i used to be that like regimented with my food like meal prep and never had to go to the gym and stuff like that but he was like you know what's going on with your food at the minute and i was like oh i don't really feel like i'm in control of it blah blah blah, blah. and we dug a little bit deeper on it and it was funny because once we actually sort of broke it down Although I maybe didn't think I was 100% on it, there's a lot of things that have been habitual to me over the years because I've been so consistent with it that are still there. So I maybe wasn't 100%, but I was definitely a damn lot better than, you know, a lot of other people or what I potentially yeah. was when I was younger. Like there's things that, you know, I just know now, like I know how to hit the calories. I, I still was probably hitting my protein goal without even really having to think about it. But it's only it's only come over time and actually putting the, the work in and being consistent with it that it just, it just becomes a habit. Yeah, I would agree with you. And the food aspect of things, you know, there are probably things where I'm not so accurate on. For example, you know, like sometimes at night, you know, um, I'll eat, you know, like some wheat thins or some, you know, uh, cheese crackers or things like that. You know, it's kind of like a snack while I'm playing video games or something like that, you know, and, and maybe I don't get exactly how many 
you know, crackers I'm eating for a full calorie count. And so there's some habits that I'm not too happy with on myself. But you look back at where I was from a nutrition aspect. And again, this goes into time management as well. You know, I always get the people of, oh, I can't log on my food. That just takes too much time. Man, it takes me like 10 seconds to go and add what I just ate. It's already in my, my, my thing for today. I, you know, I had a bagel butter, you know, I had, uh, um, you know, a protein shake because I just gotten done working out, you know. And so, you know, look at that and say, well, I have time for that. Like, it just takes 10 seconds. You know, it's again, it's time management of taking the time to put into yourself. But I look back at that, you know, of who I was, you know, two years ago of what I was eating, I had no clue how many calories I was actually putting in my body. I thought, you know, hey, I'm eating healthy, so I must, you know, be perfectly fine there. It's got to be because I have bad metabolism, you know, I'm, you know, or this or that or whatever. And until you get a good baseline of that, until you kind of build it all out, you really just don't have a good understanding of it. But again, it comes back into time management of spending the time to prep your food or spending time to, you know, understand what you're going to eat and kind of plan the day out. I plan my day from a meal perspective pretty much every day. I know for, I may not get down to the, the granular level of saying this is what I'm going to eat this time, but I know generally what I need to eat to hit my protein goals. I know what I need to eat to get my macros, you know, at a certain place from a carbohydrates and fast perspective. You know, I know if I'm running low or I miss a meal, what I need to do to get those calories in very quickly, you know, so that I can uh, maintain those goals. So, you know, it's just planning your day out the way that you would want to do from yourself, both from a food perspective, both from a, an operating, you know, on, on how to get your workouts in. Um, all of those things um, are really important for you to consider as you're going through this whole whole process. Yeah, and I think it, it literally just comes down to forward planning and what you can actually commit to. And okay. I don't know about you, but I'll sit the, the night before. So I'll sit, you know, I sat last night, Sunday night, and wrote out my list for today so that, number one, I'm not thinking about all the shit I need to do at nighttime and I can actually sleep. But number two, whenever I wake up, I can just go to my list and go, right, okay, well, this is the things I need to do and just literally go through it. The same applies for your food. You know what I mean? Like one of the biggest things I think it was Alison shared was, you know, she plans ahead. So she'll sit the night before and maybe put her three main meals in. So she knows what she's going to have for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then she knows the buffer she has for calories or snacks either side of that. And again, it just is a forward planning thing. And like I said to you, you know, whenever I send you that, that meal plan that I'm going to be on across, it's, you know, I'm not a big fan of meal plans in terms of recommending them to other people, but I know they work for me. And sometimes I just need somebody else to take control. And for me, what that will allow me to do is, okay, yes, I am going to have to spend a bit of extra time prepping my meals days ahead, but that time prepping those meals days ahead is going to be a lot less than if I had to actually cook those meals as I needed them day to day. So, you know, yeah. on a Sunday night, if I prep Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday meals, it's maybe take me an hour and a half to prep. 15 meals whereas if i have to cook 15 meals individually it's definitely going to take me more than an hour and a half so having that sort of like it just comes into the discipline of it having that discipline to prep ahead and then it means that number one they're there so that if i get hungry i can just go and grab the meal and i'm not trying to eat a bag of popcorn and you know a bag of doritos and whatever else you just eat the meal that's there because it's there yep. and i think probably the biggest <laughs> Again, if we bring it back to Jocko, you know, it is discipline equals freedom. Having the discipline to do all these things just gives you the freedom on the other side of it. And I think, you know, it's just a bit of forward planning, being realistic with your time and just managing the high priority task and filling in the rest. And for yep. me, a high priority task is obviously looking after you guys, looking after my family and looking after myself. And actually a point I go back to Friday, I was running late from Martin on Friday and I was conscious of the journey and the whole day of how I had to run and Harper was at the door and I was in the car and I could hear her being like, hug, hug. And she's like coming on too. So she's like got this real cute voice. And I was like sat in the car and I was like, 
I can't just drive off. So I get back out of the car, come up and give her a hug. <laughs> she like ran towards me. But that's like I prioritize her over anything else. Yeah. And it's knowing yeah. it's knowing your priorities in the order that they go in. Yeah, I don't think I could have said it any better. It's it's the time management aspects of your life, your family, and everything else that comes around that. You know, work is here to supplement us and for us to have a good life with our families and friends and things to that effect. It's not for us to spend our entire lives working. And so, you know, we need time for ourselves to keep ourselves healthy. And it comes down to making time for yourself to ensure that you can go and do it. But uh, I think we did a did a full hour on this. This is great. Yeah, yeah we did good. Yeah. We did good. Discord yeah. server, anything, anything you want to mention about it? Oh, yeah. So, you know, obviously, uh, take a look at our Discord server. It's uh, discord.gg slash hacking your health. And we have such a great community there. A lot of great people just, you know, helping each other uh, day in and day out with positivity, questions, uh, everything else. You know, Ben and I are obviously there. Um, you know, we always like to, to, to help everybody out in their, their journeys. And we're seeing just so a lot of success with people, um, you know, out there with a lot of different folks um, having, you know, just things that they haven't been able to accomplish before just by going through this. And so, you know, we really appreciate that. That feeds us, you know, so share your experiences, uh, you know, come join the the discord server, you know, obviously listen to our podcast. Uh, you know, those are all things that, that, you know, feed us back, you know, from a, from a motivational perspective to, to keep this going. So we appreciate the community that we've been able to build uh, and, and a lot of just amazing folks that have come along with it. It's, it's really great to see their perspectives of things. And, uh, there's a man. There's a guy in in the server. Uh, his name's escaping me right now, but uh, man, he does such a clean. It's like a 555 pound deadlift, and it's I just, saw. Yeah, I yeah. saw. He's got the the Gosh. red break, and I'm like, Dude, he's like he's like he's like half my size, you know, from like a tall <laughs> tallness perspective. <laughs> just insane it's just a beast mode man it's just i'm like i'm like man i need to get there so he might be my new person i try to try to beat in here soon but uh, um you know it, it's one of those things where you know I, I think you know you look at that and you're just like really happy for you know the folks that are making some progress there and uh so it was uh uh mortius prime was the one that uh did there said 550 coming smooth and you look at it it's like yeah, it's like yeah, butter. I it's saw, like I so like, smooth. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't even look like you're lifting 550. It looks like you got like 135 on there. I'm like, man, I'm so jelly. But uh, you know, just a great community and great people, and uh, you know, you know, just ever growing. And we just want to keep helping folks out. That's our mission. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of inspirational people in there as well. Do you know I mean? And it inspires me, and it leads me to do more. And as you said before, you know, I mean, if you wake up and you feel shitty, and you're like, oh, I don't really want to do it, you're like, can't really let the side down. Do you know what I mean? There's thousands of people in the Discord getting shit done because you get shit done in a sense so you can't and i'm the same i'm like well i can't not be doing it because you know i'm here at the forefront yeah. being like this is everything that you should do but i'm not going to do it um and i guess the last point to finish on is the merch um i spent some time on that it should be with you soon anybody who's interested we're testing the quality of the product and also the system the process and things like that but it should be coming soon and everybody awesome. can have a wee hack hoodie I'm so excited about the merch. Like that's my biggest thing. It's like you know, and and we Ben and I had this talk earlier. It's like it's got to be quality. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be you know like so we're 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 pilot testing some of the merch right now just to make sure it's not it doesn't suck uh, because you know crappy merch sucks. You like when you get a shirt and it's like all like frail and it only lasts like a month and it, like the design you know it's like you got to make it soft and fluffy and feel good on you and uh, or else I won't wear it. I don't wear harsh shirts. Like yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah. I don't wear shirts typically, but uh, you know, <laughs> I actually did. I actually designed one specifically for you. So once your yes. order comes, it, it will be yes, there. and people will know that it's ready because in the podcast we'll be wearing it. And that's <laughs> if right. Anybody that's watches right. it on YouTube, like, oh, the merch must be ready to go. 
<laughs> well hey what a great podcast episode we'll be back at you next week so uh, sorry wearables is this week uh, getting released on Tuesday and then next week when this podcast comes out we'll be on uh, hacking your time and business and then uh, you know we'll we'll, uh, we'll have some good ones coming up here and then we're going to start getting into uh, bringing some folks on which I think is going to be really awesome so yeah I can't wait for the, the Chris and Dave show episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to rephrase that as the Dave and Chris show oh, thank sorry, you yes. but uh, yeah, yeah yeah other than that yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.